Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. William Cathcart was born in Ireland in 1826, and he was ordained a Baptist preacher in 1850. He pastored in England for three years, and then he moved to America. One month after arriving in the U.S., he became the pastor of the Third Baptist Church in Groton, Connecticut. Then in 1857, he was called to pastor the Second Baptist Church in Philadelphia, where he served for 28 years. William Cathcart's great contribution to Christianity was as a historian. His best-known work is the Baptist Encyclopedia, which provides an alphabetical, comprehensive catalog of significant people and events in Baptist history. But another of William Cathcart's important contributions is a book that was published in 1876, The Baptists and the American Revolution, which provides important information regarding the role that Baptist pastors and people played in the story of America's birth. The book begins with Mr. Cathcart explaining how the Baptists set the example in both Virginia and Massachusetts in standing against laws that violated their conscience. Listen to the details of one of the many accounts that he provides for us. In June 1768, John Waller, Lewis Craig, and James Childs, three Baptist ministers, were arrested in Spotsylvania County, Virginia, on the charge of preaching the gospel contrary to law. May it please your worship, said the prosecuting attorney, they cannot meet a man on the road without ramming a text of scripture down his throat. On refusing to pledge themselves to stop preaching in that county for a year and a day, they were forthwith ordered to prison. While in prison for preaching contrary to law, in obedience to Christ's commands, they proclaimed the glorious gospel to listening throngs through the prison doors and windows. William Cathcart goes on to cite many other examples of Baptists who defied the laws of the colonies which violated their God-given rights. Years before, people throughout the colonies began to defy the laws of England, which violated their God-given rights. When the First Continental Congress was called in September of 1774 to discuss the colonist grievances against Great Britain, the Warren Baptist Association in New England quickly sent a letter to the Assembly in Philadelphia expressing their endorsement and support. And the Philadelphia Baptist Association sent a committee to the First Continental Congress, offering to provide whatever assistance they might need. Next, Mr. Cathcart describes how the Baptists sent their pastors to serve as chaplains among the troops in the Continental Army. He writes, The Baptist General Association of Virginia sent the Reverend Jeremiah Walker and the Reverend John Williams to address the soldiers. Elder McClanahan, a Baptist minister, raised a company of soldiers in Culpeper County for the Continental Service, to whom he ministered as a chaplain and whom he commanded as their captain. The Reverend Charles Thompson of Massachusetts was during three years a chaplain in the army. Mr. Thompson was deemed such a friend to his country by the enemy that he was arrested and kept a prisoner for a short time on board a guard ship. The Reverend Dr. Hezekiah Smith of Haverhill, Massachusetts, at the outbreak of the Revolution, had a church for whose spiritual welfare he was tenderly exercised, but his patriotic ardor was so intense that it tore him from church and family and sent him as a chaplain to the army. 
he became the intimate friend of Washington himself, who treated him with unusual courtesy. The Reverend Dr. William Rogers was pastor of the First Baptist Church of Philadelphia. Dr. Benjamin Rush was a member of his congregation. When Pennsylvania raised three battalions of foot, the legislature appointed Dr. Rogers their chaplain. The Baptist Reverend David Jones lived in a section of New Jersey where Tories made it neither agreeable nor safe for a patriot to reside. So Mr. Jones, believing that he could serve his country better than by martyrdom from such hands, removed to Pennsylvania. In 1775, he preached to a military regiment a sermon overflowing with patriotism and with unshaken confidence in God. The discourse was given to the printer and widely circulated over the colonies, and it exerted an extensive influence in favor of the good cause. The Reverend John Gonneau possessed in a large degree the patriotic spirit of the Baptists. From the pastorship of the First Baptist Church of New York, he entered the army as a chaplain and performed services which rendered him invaluable to the officers and men with whom he was associated. In the fierce conflict on Chatterton's Hill, he was continually under fire, and his cool and quiet courage in thus fearlessly exposing himself was afterwards commented on in the most glowing terms by the officers who stood near him. General Washington declared that Baptist chaplains were among the most prominent and useful in the army. William Cathcart goes on to describe the influence that Baptists like Samuel Stillman and John Leland had after the war in passing their state constitutions and in making religious liberty a priority in the United States Constitution. If you love American heritage and Baptist heritage, you will undoubtedly enjoy this book. You can download it for free from the Library of Congress by searching The Baptists and the American Revolution PDF. Christian, thank God for the sacrifices of those who have come before you and resolve to make whatever sacrifices are necessary for the sake of those who will come after you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.